0: guys can have a seat right where you're at so that song that we did right now that last song king uh is one of portrait songs and i promise you probably going to sing that one quite a few times this week so that's a cool song thank you Karina and uh, eli for uh doing that last song is a good refresher and we're ready to go into this weekend and um check that song out on on port on uh, spotify sometime it's a great song all right. So tonight's message is going to be short. I want to be quick and to the point, and then we're going to spend some time talking about one weekend stuff, and uh, and then you're going to go to groups tonight. Man, I'm so looking forward to this. One weekend is uh, here, and it is um, a student conference that we look forward to all year long. And I can't believe that uh, we're here. It, I just I feel like like one weekend 2019 wasn't wasn't just too long ago, and I. Still see photos of you that did one week in 2019 and stuff like that. And so tonight's message, what I want to talk about tonight is just something really short. It's really brief that will get us ready for what we're going to walk into on Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday. And it's short. I'd be up here talking about this for maybe 10 minutes, then we're gonna move into another time. So instead of hearing me for 20, 25 minutes, you're only gonna hear me 10 minutes tonight, all right? So, uh, oh, thank you. The front row is like, oh, we're so sad about that. Okay, yeah, the front row. I know you all are here and ready to listen, all right? Liz, stop laughing at me. She's like, oh, yes, this is the best night ever. As I was thinking about what I could share with us tonight that would get us ready for one weekend 2020, for this Friday, the messages, the time of worship, I I thought about this passage, it's in Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, and I also think that this ties in perfectly with what you and I have been talking about for the last six weeks now, today would have been the seventh week, we've been in a series about loving God, about worship for the last six weeks now. We started the semester in January, starting this series called Wired for Worship, Loving God with All of Our Hearts, and we've spent this last six weeks talking about what worship really is about, what it means to love God not just with music and with songs but to love God with our lives so this verse right here this passage in the Bible this verse is going to be a great verse to take us into one weekend 2020, And I don't usually show you stuff like this, but I wanna show you the scripture up on the screen in a way that you probably haven't really seen it before because I doodled on this passage for you because I wanna show you a little bit of what it might look like for you to do the same thing in your Bible, okay? So if you were to sit with this passage of scripture then you could potentially highlight, circle, underline, draw little arrows as a way to help yourself kinda understand what verses in the Bible are talking about. So because tonight's message was just literally just one verse I'm gonna share with us tonight, short verse, and I wanted to show you kinda what it might look like to draw on this and. Help us um, know what this is talking about and what this is meaning. No, I want us to get ready for one weekend. I want us to go into one weekend excited and full of hope and expecting God to do some great things in our lives. If you're a seventh grader here, that means that this is your first big event with us. This is your first major event with us. And so some of you seventh graders might be a little nervous. If you're in 12th grade, you may have done this a few times with us. Maybe you're in high school and this is your first uh, go around with us as well. And that's cool, that's okay too. If you're in 10th grade, 11th grade, and this is the first one weekend that you do with us, that's great, we're glad that you're doing this with us. You're gonna participate. and, And whether you're in seventh grade and 13 years old, or in 12th grade and 18 years old, and you're just two months from graduation, Every single one of us in here that is going into this weekend, we go into this weekend full of excitement and hope. And we really do. We sincerely believe that God is going to speak to us, that God's spirit, which lives inside of us, is going to speak to us. And that God has some very specific things he wants us to hear from his word, the word of God that he's given to us. And that's what makes me really excited about one weekend. You know, I love getting to hear, I love getting to hear you all sing at one weekend. To hear you all sing the way you do at one weekend is glorious, it's amazing. To to uh, hear uh, the guys that preach at one weekend, um, it's awesome, I love getting to hear them, them um share the word of God, but when I see you respond to what God is speaking to you about from his word, from the truth of his word, man, that gets me so excited, so excited. You know, I was about 15 years old, sitting in a big student conference called Congresso. Um, This was, I think, before it was in Waco, because it was a long time ago, because I'm 34 now, so you do the math, I was like 15 years old. And I remember sitting in this place, and I remember, I still remember the message that the guy preached on stage. I remember the guy's name that preached on stage, but it was at that moment, at that time, that I knew and felt that God was calling me to be a pastor, to be in ministry, and to serve God. And I didn't know I was gonna be the youth pastor of Calvary Baptist Church one day. I was 15 years old. All I did when I was 15 was was to say, God, um, I know I wanna serve you with my whole life, so whatever that's gonna look like in the future, God, I wanna serve you with my whole life. But I was 15, I was the same age as some of you here and knew that God was moving in my heart in a powerful way. All right, so back to the verse we're gonna look at here today, okay? All right, so let's read it together. You don't have to read it out loud, but you can follow along the screen if you don't have your Bible. It's a well-known verse. If you don't know this verse, you've never heard this verse, I wanna encourage you to memorize it. It's a good one. This is what it says. It says, therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy holy and pleasing to God, this is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed, to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The verse starts by saying this, in view of God's mercy, he says, I urge you, and I like that, I compel you, I wanna push you to see this. If you urge somebody to do something, you're saying, this is important, and I need to get your attention for a second so that you can look and see what this is all about. That's what, if I'm urging you to do something, I'm not just subtly suggesting it, I'm not like subtweeting it, I'm not saying, oh, you know, this is a good suggestion from God, but to urge you really means I need you to pay attention to this. I urge you is what he says, first of all, he says, in view of God's mercy. He says, if you were to look for a second at God's mercy, if you were to see God's mercy for what it is, what is mercy then? So I love this word mercy. I love this word mercy. It means this, It mercy is compassion and forgiveness on someone when you have the power to punish them. So imagine that you have the power to punish someone for what they have done, but instead you show compassion and you show forgiveness. Compassion and forgiveness. So the writer here, Paul says, if you were to see God's mercy, in other words, he says, if you were to see how compassionate God is, like how much we deserved God's punishment for sin, how much we deserved God's judgment for sin, but because he is so compassionate and full of forgiveness, he gave his son Jesus Christ so that we could experience his mercy. He says, I wanna urge you people, he says, to look at God's mercy, to actually get a glimpse of how merciful God is, that God has the power to punish And judge, and yet He provided His Son Jesus Christ so that we could know His kindness, His forgiveness, and His compassionate nature. That's who God is, and that's what He has given to us His compassion, His mercy. Now, this is incredible because you and I so many times take God's love for granted. I don't know about you, but. It's easy to get so distracted by all the things around me and forget that God has shown me his mercy. It's so easy to forget that God has been merciful toward me when he could have poured out his judgment on me. It's easy to take my eyes off of that and focus on my own problems. It's easy to take my eyes off of that and focus on my own temptation, my own sin, the things that I wanna do that displease God. It's easy to take my eyes off of God's loving, merciful nature and only look toward myself and the things I wanna do. But Paul here says, look at God's mercy, look towards God's mercy. But then he tells them to do something. He says, if you were to look and see how merciful God is, and I drew a little arrow right there. You see the arrow, the purple arrow? Because God is so merciful to you. Don't miss this part. Because God is so merciful to you, offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. And if you were to just jump all the way down to the end, you see at the very end, the the two little underlined parts there, this is worship. This is your worship. Because God has shown you so much mercy, your response to him is to offer him everything. This offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, that's really hard for us to accept in our culture today. It means that our bodies don't belong to us, that you are not necessarily the owner, the sole proprietor of your own body. Your body doesn't belong to the person next to you, but your body does belong to God. If you're a follower of Jesus Christ here, then the Holy Spirit lives inside of you and dwells in you. The Bible says our bodies are like a temple. We're a temple for the Holy Spirit. Our bodies don't belong to us. They belong to God. And that means we get to live life surrendered to God. Offer your body as a living sacrifice to God because he has shown you so much mercy. That is what worship is. This is our spiritual way of worshiping God. So if somebody were to say to me or say to you, what is worship? Well, worship is a lot of different things. It can look a lot of different ways. You know, music, I love music. Music's just been, it's been such a, an amazing part of my life and a, such an amazing part I know of your life and of culture. All of you listening on, to Spotify or Apple Music, really quick, on the count of three, to, uh, tell me Spotify or Apple Music, okay? Ready? One, two, three. Spotify. Okay, there you go. Somebody was like, Pandora, get out of here, all right? No, I'm just kidding. If you're, if you're Pandora, don't be offended. I'm sorry, okay? Okay, Spotify, album Music, somebody said YouTube Music. Okay, there you go, all right. But listen, listen to this. M- music is a, is a tool, it's a way that we can express our love for God at the core of it when we offer ourselves in surrender to God That is worship. So we surrender and then sink. That's what worship. We surrender and play instruments. We surrender and do music. But at the core of worship is our hearts surrendered before God. I want to show you what control looks like. So this is how we're going to finish. And this is how I want to challenge you going into one weekend. All right. Okay. So everybody take two hands, two fists. I want you to just ball them up in a fist and just hold them, hold them tight. Okay, Just like that. Ready? Some of you guys are like, man, I've been wanting to do this all day. I've wanted to hit somebody. All right? Okay, listen. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. All right? Okay. Tighter. Yes. Good job, Elisama. I saw your face. She's like, Pfft. all right? Yes, like that. Now listen. Yeah, I see you in the back row not doing it. Okay, listen. Listen. Shh. Hold, hold your hand. Don't Don't stop. Don't stop, just listen to me, shh, don't stop, shh. This right here, this right here can represent control and it represents, it can represent a heart that is not surrendered to God. This can represent you are in control of your own life, you do not, you're not surrendered to God. And you may go into one weekend and miss out on so much when you say, nah, I'm in control. I don't care. I don't wanna hear from God. My mom's making me go. All right, I don't know. I don't know what that might be. Now, take your fist, open it up. You're like, oh, it feels good, right? Yeah, if you were really like holding for a long time, it feels good to let go. Okay, but take your hand, shake it out a little bit. And some of you are like, ah, that's the most exercise I've done in a week, okay? All right, so hold your hands like this, hold your hands like this, like this. Do me a favor, close your eyes just for a second. Close your eyes. Just hold your hands right out in front of you, okay? This needs to be the posture of your heart, a heart that is open, a heart that desires to surrender And bow before King Jesus as your Lord, as who you love, who you follow as his disciple. And if you go into one weekend with a heart that is ready to surrender, oh, God will speak to you in such a powerful way this week. I will tell you this too, you know, the closed fist really tight, God can still break through. But this is the heart that God invites us to When he calls us to worship him, when he calls us to love him, he says, open up your hands, just release control to me, love me, follow me, obey me, I love you. This is how we should go into one weekend. Ourselves, our hearts, our bodies, living sacrifices to God, this is our worship. Don't think that Hanging out with portraits is worship if our hearts only belong to ourselves and we're not surrendered to Jesus. When our hearts are surrendered to Jesus, this is our worship. Our right, let's pray. God, love you so much. And I'm asking, Lord, that again we would get to see you do something really special in our lives. God, we confess that it's been a whole year and a lot of things have happened in the year. And Lord, we, we want to know that. When we go to your word this weekend, and we hear from you, God, and we are in message time with you, God, in sermon time, in discussion time with our small groups, we want to know, God, that you um, are ready to speak to us. We know you are, God. You promised this in your word, and so, Lord, will you just give us this openness we need to receive from you? We love you, and it's in Jesus' name that we pray. We surrender this weekend to you. Amen.